everybody. So we're so excited today to be here to look back at the year 2018 in the world of superhero movies. Uh, superhero movies are just are some of the the biggest movies of uh, that get released, the biggest blockbusters, and uh, and so it's it's kind of interesting to sort of look at them as a whole and talk about them. And uh, I'm Rachel, and I'm joined by a really great panel. And uh, let's start with uh, with Justin. Uh, thank you so much for coming and being on uh, on the uh, the podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me yesterday. And uh, hello, I'm the Bostonian Critic, and this is my first time doing like a podcast with Rachel Wagner, who I uh, met in 2016 with the uh, Ratchet and Clank review. Oh, and um, when, uh, for over a year now, it is, I've been a, a YouTuber, but I've basically been the uh, Bostonian Critic for the last three years because I've been mostly doing Facebook videos. Yeah. So uh, before we do begin, I want to take this moment to say, I do uh, rest in peace to Stan Lee, who yeah. is one of the greatest people alive. Agreed. Uh, so, so a moment of silence really quick. Yeah. And, and now we can, uh, so uh, thank you very much again for inviting me. And I'm actually really, I was actually looking forward to doing this. So. Yeah. Um, very, uh, I'm glad you brought up Stan Lee. That was very, very true. He was a, a really, yeah. the world wouldn't be the same. And how many it people wouldn't. can, how many people oh. can. We say that, except for maybe George Bailey. We can't say that about very many people. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. So, the, yeah, we we did. We became friends over Ratchet and Clank. And again, how many yeah. people can say that? Not very many. Because uh, <laughs> we both liked it. Uh, uh, yeah, I was. Cause the, th the thing is, I'm mean interrupt, but the thing is, I was. Well, I was looking at the reviews for it because I'm a I'm a fan of the games. And I'm like, no, no, it can't be that true. And then I found your review, and you liked it. And I'm like, all right, good. But the uh, the only one that didn't like it was my brother. He actually hated it. No, no, <laughs> well, a lot that, of people but, didn't like it, but we yeah, liked. Yeah, but uh, but I personally loved it. To be yeah. to be completely honest, and I still have it on Blu-ray anyway. And I did yeah. an unbox the video for it. A while I never ago. saw it. <laughs> it's re it's really not that bad. Just like give it a. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, moving on. So, Larry uh, from uh, is my friend. So, my friend Larry is also here to talk about superhero movies. <laughs> moving on to someone who unfortunately did not like Ratchet and Clank. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no, um, <laughs> but yes. Uh, hi, I'm Larry from LC Screen Talk, and I'm super excited to talk about some super movies today. Yeah. Yes. Very. Thank you so much. And and then our last guest is Ryan. We've been friends uh, on fa on Facebook and stuff for forever. And uh, so this is the first time you coming on the podcast. And thanks so much. Thank you so much for inviting me, Rachel. How's it going, everyone? Ryan here. Yes, it's me, the one, the only. And I stand before you today to talk about all the superhero films that I've seen with on Rachel's podcast. Thank yeah. you so much for inviting me, Rachel. Uh, thank you. All right. So let's dive in for the first big release huge hit was black panther so oh, i've black never heard of that film before yeah yeah right <laughs> what <laughs> i'm just kidding so yeah black panther i think it was a really solid mcu film i think it is it was really good it was a great movie yeah so i think what i liked the most about it was i liked killmonger's clear motivations as a character that he was trying to use wakanda as a uh as a source for good to try to counteract the 
the many injustices that he had grown up with and he saw and and so the fact that they were kind of hiding because they want to protect the aluminium or whatever uh to the vibranium actually vibranium him it was shameful that they did that and i thought that dynamic was really interesting like do we protect do we protect ourselves and our culture and who we are or do we is that is that being uh you know is that being terrible when you could be out there serving and helping and uh, people so i thought that whole dynamic was great really well done i think uh, all the i loved all the women they're amazing uh really fun characters uh, i i thought the only thing the only problem i had with it was i thought that when t'challa is off screen when we think he's dead um i i think uh it sagged a little bit i missed him i was like i need to see yeah. him back and uh and so that was the only part that that i would have tightened a little i didn't really people are like oh cgi is bad i'm like eh, it was fine i didn't care about yeah that. yeah it's not the best but it's not the worst that that's like kind of my main problem with the film particularly at the climax where you see this rhino coming towards the other characters it felt like it was like a directed video uh cgi or something especially where uh, Black Panther's kill, trying to stop Killmonger, or instead of the uh, the big tunnel and the train st- stuff, it looked really fake at at times. But the effects throughout the yeah. most part of the film are really good, especially Wakanda looks so fantastic and is so visually interesting. But but that's where it should have improved more, the big climax. So they need to take a look back into that and then fix it up a bit, or if they had a budgetary problem or something, which is pretty impossible because these movies get so much money. So basically, these MCU movies are like the Disney animated films, but or like, mm-hmm. but you'd probably know what I'm trying to talk about, right? Yeah. So uh, I, it just didn't matter to me. I didn't really care about that, but um, but I know other people it bothered them. But I know Larry, what do you think about this movie? Well, I absolutely love Black Panther. <laughs> um, I know it's gotten a little bit of a kickback, especially in face of it possibly getting some pretty big Oscar nominations. I'm not um, sure about that. <laughs> so I know that people are definitely getting like kickback to it, which is always the case. Uh, but I love Black Panther. I think that it was just such a First of all, cultural achievement. I think it's near impossible to talk about the film at large without just kind of talking about what a culturally impactful film it was. Um, But the, the nation of Wakanda itself was such an achievement to have this really authentic, really genuine feeling nation that was like paying homage and tribute to a culture. Um, was really fantastic. And then I loved our characters. I really liked T'Challa. I think the women are so good in this film. Okoye instantly has become like my new fave female in the MCU. I think she's so awesome. And it works so well to work... Sorry. Um, Oh, and it works so well in creating these awesome female characters without like taking away from T'Challa himself. The acting is fantastic. Um, Mm -hmm. The CG in the third act is a little less than you'd hope, but it's nowhere near something like Justice League level to me, um, which had an even bigger budget. And I agree, it didn't take away. Overall, the visuals are fine. So I love, love, love Black Panther. Yeah, is yeah. I'm glad you brought up that cultural impact because it's not only that it was a, a 
it had an african-american cast but that it was truly like steeped in africa in that lore and i think that really meant a lot to a lot of people and it meant yeah so much because all of the other mcu films take place in like metropolis united states or i mean of course you know thor up at um asgard but this just felt so different the atmosphere everything about it just felt so different than anything we had seen so i thought it was great yeah, yeah, the way it was shot, the way it, they shot Africa or something, it was very nice and it was very beautiful to look at. And then when we see Wakanda, it's very amazing. Yeah. Uh, in the first part, it was basically in uh, San Francisco, I believe, like how Ant-Man was. And then all we see the rest of it in uh, Wakanda. And then we go to, uh, was it North Korea that we that they went to or South Korea? Yeah, it was something like that, yeah. Yeah, well, they're trying to stop Andy Serkis' character from right. uh, Age of Ultron. Uh, which I thought that was kind of cool that they brought him back like, into this movie because Andrew Circus is really good in, in these movies, especially when uh, when he was like this captain in that Steven Spielberg movie. We uh, what do you call it? Uh, Cap- no, The Adventures of Tintin. On oh, Tuan. right. It, yeah, it, yeah. It was, it was kind of similar to that kind of character, but except like a villain form. Huh, interesting. Yeah, Ryan, yeah. what do you think of Black Panther? Oh, um, Black Panther is my second favorite superhero film of the year and i i absolutely fell in love with it when i first saw it and um one of the things that blew me away about it was the way they handled killmonger because i did not expect to love him as much as i did the twist they did with him in the middle of the movie absolutely like i was enjoying the movie like already but the moment that twist just like hits the uh, the moment the twist happens in the movie, yeah, it just like hooked me from beginning to end. Even the parts where T'Challa isn't on screen, I was just so riveted by um, all the, and I was enjoying all the characters. I just felt like the char- characterizations in this movie, especially the dynamic between T'Challa and um, and Killmonger, were just so amazingly executed. Also, the scene that you brought up, um, where uh, where the where it takes place in Africa, when they first enter Wakanda, it it looked absolutely amazing. It reminded me like an African Blade Runner or something like that. Right, right. That's a good. Yeah, that's, that's a good actually a good point, actually. It. Yeah, that's a good yeah, way to I ab- describe it. Yeah, I absolutely love Black Panther. One of my favorites of the year. I love the themes. I love the culture. I love the story. The characters. It's it's one of my uh, favorites so far. Yeah, it was really really good. And it really helped to kind of solve maybe not solve but definitely bucked the trend of marvel villains and i think maybe that's why it's also been so impactful right killmonger is definitely top tier marvel villains and really i would argue superhero villains uh, to this point with that motivation yeah can i say one thing actually yeah uh didn't didn't this movie kind of felt like like a live action well almost felt like a live action version of the lion king like like particularly the way it, it looked or something like in the way it's storytelling or something i heard some people say things like that i mean the lion king has just the lion king has such timeless themes that i feel like you could almost say that about like a million movies be like oh it's like lion king but i i i think it's a little bit of a stretch but i can see it i guess a little bit too um but uh but yeah it was just really strong and i think uh that you really felt like wakanda would have been okay with either of these people ruling which is crazy for a superhero movie and i 
uh, I don't know. I mean, he definitely took it to a dark place in certain ways. Like he, he wanted to be a little bit too active and too, uh, um, offensive. Yeah. Fence. Yeah. That's a good word for it. Um, but it, it, it was, he was really good. It was really good. And the fact that he was played by Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh my gosh. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, and his, I Stop was, it. Yeah. get some help. I was in love with him. Let's just put it that way. I said it before. I didn't know that like bumps all over your skin could look so good. I I don't know what's going on here. Uh, Yeah, I know, right? No, but oh, can we just highlight a couple of shots in the film too? One is when Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger kind of comes to take that throne and that amazing like upside down rotating shot that happens yeah the symbolic right. shot of what's happening to wakanda i also loved the one take ryan coogler brought to that casino fight as we follow like okoye throwing down from oh, the upper yeah. level and we follow yeah. it to the lower level back up like out the door to the car it's just as amazing also the music i don't think we touched on the music yeah. the music is fantastic uh oh, yeah it did so right point. Very good. All right. Well, let's talk about Deadpool 2. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I love Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2 Technically, is Rachel the most funniest. <laughs> so oh, I my. saw this as the Once Upon a Deadpool, which is the PG-13 version, and oh. I didn't like it at all. Like, I don't know <laughs> how much they changed things around or what happened. But I thought that it was kind of boring. I didn't think any of the action was interesting. I really thought that the Hunt for the Wilder People guy was terrible. Like, his <laughs> acting was not good. And I don't know, it just... Did anyone see the Deadpool 2 and Once Upon a Deadpool? Because I only saw Deadpool 2. I only saw Deadpool 2 as well, and I have the super duper cut on uh, Blu-ray. Yeah, I only saw Deadpool 2. I never understood why it has so many cuts. Like, it's Deadpool 2. Why do you need all these cuts? <laughs> yeah. Dis- I, Disney, I guess? Well, well no, they're probably hmm. scared that Disney is going to not make the third one. So might as well milk it for <laughs> everything it's got now with Fox. <laughs> yeah, Once Upon a Deadpool was an interesting experiment. And I actually, I personally, I think it could be an interesting thing to do uh you know i don't know it, it's it was an experiment and but i don't know i just was like what i uh, but um larry what, what do you think of this what do you think of deadpool 2 oh i really like deadpool 2 so actually upon first watch i was i laughed a lot i thought it was fun but i left like okay that was good but i rewatched it recently and i forgot how funny i thought the film actually was i think so many of the jokes land um <laughs> I will say that the kid is definitely a weak point. I found, I mean, the character just in and of itself is pretty annoying. Um, And I agree that the acting is not great. I also didn't love Juggernaut. Um, I kind of, I liked his feel, but I thought the CG on Juggernaut was not great. But Colossus continues to be amazing. I loved Colossus in this film. And I loved his relationship with Deadpool in this film. I loved um, Teenage uh, Warhead. I thought she was great in her smaller role. Josh Brolin was wonderful. He made a great Cable. And I thought Cable's motivations were also really solid. And his sub-storyline was great. Um, 
uh, the X Force was really funny. I just wish there was more of them. <laughs> and, and of course, Domino kind of like steals the show a little bit. She's so good and so much fun in this film. So overall, I think Deadpool is a whole lot of fun. It has a great end credit sequence. It has a great. I love the end credit sequence. Yeah. Yes. I love oh, the James God. Bond opening with that Celine Dion song. I thought that was great. So a lot to love about Deadpool too. Yeah. Uh, so you loved it, uh, Justin? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm the biggest fan of these Deadpool movies. The first film I thought was the best of 2016. This is the funniest film of the year for me. And, well, at least for me, because, uh, what do you call it? Brian Reynolds still kills it as Deadpool. I loved Cable, all played by Josh Brolin, especially when he played Thanos in Infinity War, which we're going to get to soon. Um, Colossus is still great. Teenage Warhead is great. Wait, um, I didn't mind the kid character. I thought he was kind of fun. I thought he was kind of cool. Well, I mean, it wasn't great, but I, I liked him fine. Um, on the action, I thought the action was great, and and every la- the jokes in this movie nailed bullseyes for me, and especially the post credit scenes where we see Wolverine for, from X Men Origins Wolverine, and then the the so called Deadpool, oh, was in front of him, and then boom, headshot. I and then he comes out. It's okay. He's fixing the timeline here, and then he shoots him once, shoots him again, and shoots him a million times. That killed me. And what also killed me was um was where uh, Ryan Reynolds was looking at the script, and then when it showed Green Lantern, everyone was like shocked, and then boom, another headshot right through his head, and then Temple was like, "You're welcome, Canada." <laughs> and if you see the supercut, um, he changes Hitler's diaper. Yes, I saw that one. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> that was dark. I can see why they left that out. Yeah. So you liked it? I liked it. I did not love it. N- not Nowhere near as much as the first one. The first one to me is like one of my favorite superhero films ever. And the sequel, I knew like it wouldn't quite live up to that. But I mean, it was still a decent sequel. I still laughed like the comedy in the sequel is like in the action all of that is like very well handled i laughed like constantly throughout the movie the the my favorite part my favorite joke in the movie is um where like he's fighting cable on the on the like on on some sort of like vehicle uh, where there's like prisoners and when cable shoots uh the guy with the long hair that deadpool made fun of he's like <gasps> You killed Black Tom, you racist son of a bitch. That made me yeah. laugh my ass off so much. <laughs> but as as a uh, with its story, I I wasn't really the big a big fan of its story. I didn't like. I hated what they did with Vanessa's character. It just felt like you go from this love story to killing her off in the second movie, like yeah, and just to bring her back at the end. Like I honestly felt that I wasn't handled very well. And it was also kind of uh, uneven, the story as well. It was kind of all over the place. Whereas the first one was a little more focused. But even then with all, uh, even then with the problems I had with it, I do, I do, I did still enjoy it and, uh, and pop it in every one, every now and then. Just not a favorite of mine personally. Fair enough. Okay. So let's talk about the big one avengers infinity war oh yeah <laughs> so this is our big uh, c- uh gathering i guess team up of all of uh. the heroes of the marvel cinematic universe 
and uh so i know people think that i like hated this movie but i didn't i liked it uh i liked all of the uh the the team ups uh i thought that they did a really like as good a job as you could possibly do of like balancing all of these characters and giving them all like little moments to shine for the most right. part and i thought that i liked the little couplings that we got like i loved thor and star lord together that they were great i really liked tony and uh and uh, dr strange i think are a great combination um so those are some of my favorite parts i thought some of the most of the action was really cool i liked how uh tough the henchmen were for them not even just thanos as being a tough villain but his like henchmen were really hard for the avengers to defeat even just them which i think uh, that was you know that made the that gave the uh the uh the action scene some weight because i mean it took three avengers to defeat you know three or four just to defeat to defeat these henchmen as opposed to like movies like age of ultron where the henchmen are all just like mindless you know sort of droids um i thought that was really cool uh i i think it looks really cool my only problem and everybody knows i just didn't like the ending i thought it was really manipulative and i i thought that they i don't know were trying they were trying too hard to manipulate emotion that it kind of irritated me and i felt manipulated i didn't like it um and i i just i i think it'll be fine once i see the whole movie you know once i see both parts uh and i don't feel as kind of like to me i, I just don't like it in movies where i feel like the like the director thinks i'm stupid because i know that these people aren't dead like i'm not an idiot and so like because i know that we're getting a spider-man movie we're getting a black panther too like i think if they had picked the older characters to, to to kill off that would have felt more believable to me as opposed to these new characters like you're not gonna kill off uh black panther who just made a billion you know a billion and a half dollars like that makes no sense and it just took me out of the moment because it just felt it was just too much it was too over the top for me it was too manipulative i didn't like the ending but for the most part i really enjoyed the movie i thought it was pretty good so uh <laughs> i don't think that was the russo brothers intention to make you feel stupid i, I just felt like they were supposed to affect the characters and mm -hmm. but i can see where you're coming from yeah uh it's just so the, the i just wanted to mention one thing it wasn't really like mindless droids in age of ultron because ultron was controlling each and every one of them just wanted to bring that up yeah but like just in the, in the like there were no match for the avengers whereas i felt like these henchmen yeah. were like very hard they were definitely them. a much bigger threat and uh so that that i liked i thought that was cool but um justin what did you think it's my favorite comic book movie of this year honestly because uh i love every single minute of this, of this movie i love the chemistry of these characters and the relationships thanos was easily the best thing in the entire film much like um or like how Josh Brolin killed it as um as Cable kills it the best as Thanos and his motion capture is fantastic. I um the action scenes are great. The music by Alice Vestry, who did Who Framed Roger Rabbit uh did a great job with this one. Um uh what do you call it? The special effects are so fantastic and the big climax is one of the best fun climaxes I've seen in any of these movies. 
Um, of course, the ending, yeah, maybe it was a little bit manipulative, but to be honest with you, it is a two-parter movie, like how the Deathly Hallow movies were. So, um, yeah, you kind of have to remember that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I will admit, I did cr- my brother, well, I did kind of cry when Spider-Man was about to fade away. My brother kind of did too, but and, oh my god. Yeah, and, I also uh, thought it was executed in kind of a confusing way. Like, why are they, because that's not a normal way to die. You don't die being dissolved. Like, right. I, so that was sort of confusing and I, I, I but I, I think the most emotional part was that spot was Spider-Man for sure of any of the deaths. Right. Yeah. I agree so, with you there. Um, so um, overall it, yeah, I may consider it as one of my favorite films it's ever made because this is my favorite comic book movie of all time now. Well, we'll uh-huh. see what happens when Endgame comes out. So I don't want to like consider it yet because this is supposed to be a two part movie. So right. let's just wait and see until the near end of April for that to happen. So, Larry, what do you think? Uh, overall, I really enjoyed Infinity War. I think it's number three on my list for comic book films uh, for 2018. I also had the most problem with the ending. That was my least favorite part of the film. Uh, for part of the reason Rachel said is just that it's, I mean... I don't know when there's not really a stake to what you just watched. It's a little bit like meh, um, but also because it also did remind me, oh, we're only halfway through his story. So I guess I would have. It did have its own wrap up, but it was still a reminder of, oh, we're only halfway through, and we have another one to come. But overall, I thought the film was really well done. Thor is my favorite Avenger on the team, and this was like a shining opus for Thor to me. I thought he was so great. I loved all of the character development he got throughout this film that culminated in his like arrival to Wakanda, which was amazing. Um, I did also love Spider-Man. I think Tom Holland is great in the role. He was wonderful in this film. Robert Downey Jr. was really strong in the film. I thought Doctor Strange really got a lot of time to shine in this movie as well and got some amazing sequences. Um, So there was a lot to really love. I agree they balanced all of these characters so well. I love how they inverted the Avengers theme into a much darker tone. I thought that worked really well. Um, a couple other things that I kind of were a little bit nitpicky. So as much as I loved Gamora as a character and that we actually got some of Gamora here, what I didn't love is that I really feel, so this might be SJW of me, so apologies. Um, but I really feel Gamora was reduced to a girlfriend and a daughter when she's supposed to be the most lethal assassin in the entire universe. Her entire plot in this movie literally revolved around her relationship to Star-Lord and her motivation to him and her relationship to Thanos and her motivation to him. So I kind of had a problem there. Um, But, but that that really humanized her. I mean, I thought it, I thought, she was humanized in the way they fleshed her out. I just didn't like that literally her entire character arc was to motivate the two men in her life. I thought that was a little bit disappointing. Um, But overall, I think it was a really, really solid action packed blast of a film to watch. Yeah, I, I, I I agree. I mean, especially because she, the whole thing with Star-Lord and her making a promise to not, 
you know, him not keeping his promise that he made to her was interesting. Um, so, <laughs> Ryan, you loved it, correct? Yeah, it's my favorite film of the year so far, actually. I've seen, like, no no movie this year has impacted me. Though I'm with Bostonian on this one. I absolutely adore this movie in every front. And yeah. no, no movie this year has left an emotional impact on me the, the same way Infinity War did. Like, the, the way they handled Thanos was, like, the most – they, they – they execute his character in such a complex, in such a meaningful way where like, even though like you, you clearly don't side with him, like the, he just like, I just feel like Josh Brolin does such, such an amazing job, like portraying uh, Thanos's character and how he interacts with all the other Avengers, especially with Tony, man. That, that scene with Tony and Thanos was like amazing. And the way it just like balances all these other storylines and how they just come together to form this one big movie. It just like the Russo brothers never cease to like blow my mind. Like, I, I just feel like they should just direct every MCU movie from now on. Cause they're like the best in the business. I think personally. Yeah. They're really talented. There's no doubt about that. In my, in my mind at least. Uh, so yeah, it was great. All right, let's move on. So we have Incredibles 2, this long-awaited sequel uh, to the first Incredibles. And I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought really it was a movie about how hard it is to be a parent, how hard it is to be a dad. And I like the fact that uh, that uh, that Mr. Incredible, he, he, Bob, he figures it out. You know, he figures out being a parent. Like it's hard and it's stressful, but he... I, I just thought he was, it was actually a really well-written character arc, I thought. And I thought that all the new superheroes were a lot of fun. I like Void especially was great. I, I liked all the action and I thought it was really funny and I just really enjoyed it. So, uh, Justin, what do you think? Are you Sorry. There? Yeah. Uh, there. What do you think of happened. Incredibles 2? I personally thought it was just as good as the first one, honestly. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! Probably, both Incredibles movies are my favorite Pixar movies. Uh, the animation in this film is just as good. The music is great. The characters are great. And, uh, it's hilarious, uh, and it's a bit darker on than the last film. Uh, what do you call it? If I did have one small gripe with the film, it it's probably pretty common for everybody. It's the villain. Well, not a bad villain. He's it's pretty pretty interesting villain with an interesting backstory, but Let's just say that Syndrome was the way better villain. He was hilarious. Jason Lee, he did a great job as the character because his voice was so good. It is so yeah. matches the character. Even the voice acting throughout this entire picture was beyond pitch perfect. Like, I mean, it didn't feel like anyone got old or something. And so the uh, parts with the baby, oh, my God, I laughed so hard at that scene when I first saw it on the big screen. So, um yeah uh, for sure i also yeah. love the scene where uh, we see edna or i was really really waiting for that to happen and then we see her and then she gets acquainted with the baby and then she starts to love him um and she basically calls her aunt, aunt uh, auntie edna or uh, if you've seen that short uh auntie edna which is almost similar to jack jack attack but it's but, i didn't uh, know that was a, a bit thing. different yeah, it's on the on the Blu-ray. If you ever yeah. get it, it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I agree. Larry, what do you think of this one? 
I think we can always use more Edna Mode in our <laughs> lives. Um, <laughs> but I also really enjoyed Incredibles 2. I think it's pretty right on par with the original, right up there with it, if not on par with it. Um, I love... Yeah, I loved the character development that we got. This was a really focused in on being a character study and developing both Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. I love that Elastigirl got to kind of take the reins as the actual hero in this situation. And then we got to see Mr. Incredible be a hero as a dad. And I think that's such a cool message to kind of send like, still you're still a hero you're still important you're still (laughs) vital when you're a father or you're a parent in general i thought that was just a really great message to send at large um i enjoyed frozone getting some more time the action in this movie was just really beautiful and amazingly animated the score was fantastic uh taking off of the themes from that first score and Yeah, I think it all works. I agree. My biggest kind of complaint overall for the film is that the villain is predictable. Uh, I think you can kind of see who it's going to be the first time she walks on screen. Um, My mom was that first dialogue. Yeah, I kind of called it pretty quickly. Uh, So, and then when we are going throughout, uh, her motivations are a little, I don't know, a little bit thin for what they could have done with this type of concept, but yeah, it's a minor kind of gripe in an otherwise really strong film. Yeah. Agreed. Ryan, what'd you think? So yeah, I loved Incredibles too. Not as much as the first one and not as much as you guys, but I, I still really, uh, I just, I, it's still a great sequel. I think uh, I loved how they, uh, followed up the first film and gave, the Parr family, uh, like new obstacles to overcome. And uh, like they, they made the side characters shine a little more. I'm with you all, all when I say that the villain is nowhere near as good as Syndrome. Syndrome, is, 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 I think, is probably my favorite Disney and Pixar villain combined. But um, even, even, if, if it, even if I do, don't, even if I think the climax is, is a little like on the isn't as strong as it was in the first one and the characters weren't as explored as in the first one. I do. I did still overall love the movie and I thought it was a great sequel to follow up the first one with, and I'm just so happy that it, that it exists. Thank you, Bradbird. Yeah, he did a great job. Uh, all right. Uh, well, Larry and I can talk real quick about Teen Titans go to the movies. So all right. this, yeah, I'm going to pass on this one. Yeah, me too. I've seen this. So this movie, I had no, like you two, I had no experience with the property. I had no bias against it. I went in and saw it at a screening and I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I laughed a lot, probably the most of any comedy this year, maybe except for game night. I thought it was so funny and they have a hilarious gag where they go back in time and they change all the origin stories of the superheroes so that they don't become superheroes. And it really paid off. It was really funny in my opinion. Um, and just really all the, the gags I were, I thought really funny. I, I kind of liked that uh, they had you know, all the, that uh, the jokes about Batman, uh, Batman be Superman was really funny. They, they were joking about that and, 
uh, I don't know. I really liked it. I thought it, it was a very good script and they did a really good job. Uh, Larry, what do you think? Yeah, I loved it as well. I was the same as you all. I've never watched Teen Titans Go, the series. So I had no really preconceived notions. I didn't think the trailer looked great. So I was kind of like, oh, well, I guess we'll see what we're getting into. But I thought the film was really fun. I was also laughing throughout that time traveling sequence was amazing. I thought it was so funny. That's like top notch uh meta humor to me <laughs> um but this is i basically think this is like deadpool for a younger audience uh without all the cursing but i think it's executed pretty on par with how well deadpool executes that style of humor there's a few too many like gross out potty juvenile humor humor jokes that are just like randomly thrown in and some of them go on a little bit long um, and that really is what detracts from the film overall. But I love that original song that they had in here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, so funny. I loved them, of course, poking fun at things like Martha, poking fun yeah. at things such as the names <laughs> of some of these supervillains that like Aquaman has, I thought was great. So, and then also the importance of a film and like getting your film i thought it was great Plus, yeah there's I love a, that last line from yeah it's so funny yeah there's a great joke where he's like the batman and superman are like oh your your mother's name's my mother's name. and then he's like but what is your father's name <laughs> and they go back to like killing each other yeah. <laughs> it was very funny so i really enjoyed it i think people should check it out uh, and i thought it was well animated enough uh, to right. make it work so yeah. um all right so we have ant-man and the wasp and this is the sequel to the first ant-man i i actually like the first ant-man i feel like more than most i thought it was really a fun little heist movie and i enjoyed it yeah it was funny and uh and so then the second one i was actually not a big fan of evangeline lily in the first ant-man so i was I, I thought she was pretty wooden and bland um and uh but then in this one she totally nailed it and she did a great job i thought she was probably the highlight of the movie uh after after something like incredibles i, I mean after something like infinity war this was definitely a nice sort of breath of fresh air uh i it, it's very forgettable but like I still enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. Uh, I know you haven't seen it, Justin, but uh, yeah, Larry, what do you think of it? Yeah, so I had a lot of fun with Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, it is a little bit of a forgettable entry in such a crowded year. And I mean, when you have Black Panther and Infinity War, it's hard to like follow those up with a much smaller scale, <laughs> intimate film like this. I think that. I, I enjoyed the humor more in the first one, certainly, and I really enjoyed some of the character development with um, Ant-Man himself. However, this one really upped the ante on the action sequences, and I think that has a lot to do with the Wasp, because it was actually a breath of fresh air to get a somewhat more competent person in, in, in a suit, uh, because she could actually like do do superhero-y things much quicker and easier because she was already accustomed to it all. But 
I love, love how they use the technology of shrinking um, throughout the film and getting bigger. Everything from the Hello Kitty gag to like driving underneath other cars and then getting big. I thought that all worked so well. That scene where she is like running across that knife and like dodging, getting bigger, smaller. Oh, all the action in this film tenfold was much better than the first. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't, so the villain was something that I think was touch and go because she wasn't a very charismatic villain. Um, and again, coming off of Killmonger and Thanos, it's a hard act to follow. But I think the villain was okay. I think she had a good motivation to why she was doing what she was doing. And I actually really enjoyed that we had a moment of like turning that corner with her at the end of the film. Like she wasn't just a headstrong, evil um, villain, which I thought worked well. Evil! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think some oh, like the whole Walt and Goggins thing though was pointless. Like that whole him following them and adding on like all of these extra sub villain plots I thought was pointless and I didn't understand why Walt and Goggins and his gang even needed to be in the film at all. Um I also I loved the first post credit sequence. I hated the second post-credit sequence, though, mostly because they literally showed a post-credit sequence in the trailers with that yeah. ant drumming. Yeah. I was like, why would, than you put this? why would you put this in the trailer if it's just a post-credit sequence? I don't understand. Um, but yeah. Yeah, like, I, why not have a little, uh, I was shocked that they didn't have a, a post-credit, like, Captain Marvel thing. I, I, I was really expecting that. Yeah, I don't know. I thought, like I said, I thought the first one was great, tie it into Infinity War, so we know where we're going there. But that second one was like literally a throwaway that I was like, oh god, uh, <laughs> put this as an extra on the Blu-ray. Like, what is this? Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, what did you think, Ryan, about this one? I really liked Ant-Man and the Wasp. I don't love it nearly as much as the first one, but as a sequel. It was pretty good. I mean, I, I liked what they did with the story. I just wish the story was like a lot more focused uh, because like there was like so much other crap going on when they were just trying to find the um, Hank Pym's uh, Hank Pym's wife, which I, I thought like was the strongest part of the movie. The comedy I also thought was pretty good too. Uh, I laughed quite a bit. Michael Pena still steals every scene he's in. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you all. It's like, it's not my favorite MCU movie. Uh, definitely not as good as Black Panther or Infinity War, but I still think it's a solid sequel. Just not the just not top tier MCU for me. Yeah, it's serviceable, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I wanted to mention real quick a little uh, if people want to watch a indie uh, superhero movie, you check out an anime called My Hero Academia. The movie it's based on the uh, there's a uh, anime series but they do a really good job of immediately in the first uh, five minutes updating you on what the series is so you, you know what all the characters are and it's all it's kind of like a sky high it's about this high school I heard of the show but I've yeah. never really seen it but I do like yeah, the, the characters like Froppy yeah, yeah. You know, oh she's really cute yeah oh, and uh, uh but that's all I basically know and uh the boy's mother Inko I believe her name is called Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, she's like adorable. Yeah. Design. 
yeah, the characters were really good. I thought it was well written. I like each of these characters has what's called a quirk, and that's what gets you. It's kind of your superpower, and that's when you get sent to this high school that's for the soup it's the my hero academia and i just thought it was really charming i thought that it had some heart to it it was well animated so if you feel like something different out of the box check it out i think you'd like it uh, more than you might expect so that's my little plug all right so then we got venom <laughs> oh that's, uh yeah yeah so then we got venom and so venom was the oh no 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 don't you mean venom yeah yeah and so venom was the attempt by sony to do a uh to do a uh superhero movie without spider-man uh in in it and uh yeah so for me i thought the first like 45 minutes of this movie was rough i thought it was slow and i just i didn't like it but then once like the action really started going and like there was actually all of the interplay between Venom and uh, Eddie Brock. Uh, then it got to be pretty entertaining and was fun and silly. And uh, But I thought the startup was not my favorite. Uh, so what did you think of this, Justin? Um, I thought it was a solid, entertaining film. Uh, like you said, the first 45 minutes was slow. Oh, but I didn't mind. It was fine. But then when he gets the Venom suit, that is where things get start to get pretty great. But... The movie stuff is not great, but when it does go to the actual Venom scenes, it's a ton of fun to watch in. Uh, some of the best action I've seen for like a uh, spin-off movie. And I love the relationship between Venom and Eddie Brock, and Tom Hardy is fantastic as, the, as both of them. Uh, the effects are pretty, are, are pretty great. I, uh, the, but what kind of confuses me about the film is that, now here's the thing. Um, since Eddie Brock was supposed, was like a lo- says he was like a loser character, Venom says he's, like, a loser character, too. And the other thing is that he wants to destroy the planet, but then later on, he doesn't want to anymore. Oh, that kind of confuses me. I totally forgot about that, actually. And, uh, and, yeah, he just, uh, like... He, I guess cool he sort of tames, tames Venom. Like, yeah. Eddie Brock's humanity, kind of... I don't know. It was kind of convoluted and ridiculous, but... Yeah, but... That's a bad symbiote. That's a bad symbiote. Yeah. <laughs> Go home. So, Go to your room. Uh, over, yeah, I know, right? But overall, I, I really. But the other problem I have with it is that I kind of wish the film was R, like it had an R-rated tone to it because the way it was shot and the way the actions were, like the head biting stuff and, and everything, it felt like it was almost like an R-rated movie. And on, um, well, I feel like Sony kind of screwed up a little bit with this one. But I overall, I really like the film a lot. Like I say, like an eight out of ten movie for me. But yeah, I probably would buy it on Blu-ray. So. um all right, a good movie from the director of um, well, sorry, a really, really, really good movie from uh, the director of Zombieland, which I'm actually hoping that Zombieland Two will be good. So, don't fail me, man. <laughs> so, uh, that's my opinion about that one. I really, en- I still actually enjoyed it, aside from the first 45 minutes, but which I thought was fine if, when I watched it. But so, I'll have to be watching it. Yeah, again soon. Uh, yeah, I definitely get it's more of like a six out of ten for me. But um, Larry, what do you think of it? Yeah, the first <laughs> almost full two acts, really. But at least the first act and then maybe the half of that second one are pretty terrible, <laughs> I think. <laughs> like, really, oh. Um, but 
the saving grace of the whole film, I think, is Venom and Eddie Brock's chemistry and, like, the way they play off of each other. That, like, fun little dynamic and duo is a lot of fun to watch. I think that you can tell Tom Hardy is having a blast with the role. And I think Venom was a fun, funny character as he interacted. Um, I would say the script is just such a mess. Uh, I mean, we started just talking about it just right there, but oh, the script really is <laughs> bad for Venom. Uh, from everything from dialogue points to character development to character motivation to how things unfold, I just, oh, goodness. Michelle Williams' character, I, I don't really understand why she was even there. <laughs> I, I kind know. of agree. I don't know what her point was. was I don't Oscar-nominated uh, actress. Like what? Just completely wasted. I don't know what this character was. It was like okay. Um, <laughs> so for every like great moment, I thought there was at least one terrible moment to go along with it. Personally, Riot was an okay-ish villain. Uh, Riz Ahmed, I think, tried with the role, but again, it was a little underdeveloped. Also, what was um, Oh, what's her name? Chris Evans' ex-girlfriend. <laughs> um, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny Slate. Slate. Jenny Slate. Also, Jenny Slate's character could have had so much more and could have been either. a great character, but they completely botched that as well. So, I mean, Venom, I'd pro it's definitely my least favorite of the comic book and superhero films of the year. I think it's definitely the weakest made one from just a filmmaking standpoint as well. Uh, there's fun, but there's a lot of mess too. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I agree with you. What do you think, Ryan? So, Venom, um, I th honestly... It's in one of those guilty pleasure type of movies for me where like I know it's not good, but it's just like so ridiculous and it doesn't take itself too seriously that I just couldn't help but enjoy it. There's like so many moments that just like where I just like turned my brain off and just went on for the ride because like the the symbiote and the symbiote, uh, however you say it, uh, with Tom Hardy, it was just like it made me laugh every time the lop the lobster restaurant scene had me dying and i wasn't sure if i was if i was laughing or not it was just so dumb uh, my favorite scene in the movie would definitely have to be the the, the elevator scene where, he's, uh, where venom's like Jump, and he takes the elevator and he goes pussy that made yeah, me that, that made me laugh. laugh my ass off it made my entire theater like laugh and clap too um yeah, I'm with you. The first act is terrible, but the moment he becomes Venom, it starts, the movie starts to get better. The villain is terrible too, but... Um, or would you give it out of 10? I'd give it a five. I don't think it's like a terrible movie, but definitely not a good yeah. movie. But okay. it's like one of those movies where like, I know it's not good, but I can, I, I can still enjoy it because it doesn't take itself too seriously. And as mm -hmm. a Venom movie, it's fine. It's... Yeah, that's all I gotta say. It's just yeah. a how did every how did everybody feel about the Venom Eddie Brock makeout sesh? <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what to think. So ridiculous! <laughs> it's like what? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like currently like <laughs> yeah, things that didn't need to happen in life, uh, but it was it was it was wacky. So that's how her, that so level. that's how herpes is done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, all right. 
Well, let's talk about Aquaman. That's next. I one have to pass on this one, sadly, because I haven't seen it yet as well. Okay. Uh, so Aquaman, I thought was super boring. I, it wasn't for uh, me. I know, I know, I'm super lame, but I <laughs> thought that it did everything the Black Panther did. It's almost the exact same movie. The story is almost exactly the same, but Black Panther did it way better and was way more interesting. I thought that all of the Atlantean political dialogue was so boring i wanted to die i did not care which fish person was ruling atlantis whether it was william defoe's character or patrick wilson's character or the other characters dolph lundgren i didn't care all that dialogue was super boring i thought that the starting with nicole kidman's character was pretty decent pretty good could have used more of her in the movie yeah, I, everything involving her was my favorite yeah i thought that there was some fun banter between Merritt and aquaman even if they're not like the greatest actors in the world they were pretty fun i thought that jason moe was pretty good i thought the black manta was the worst i hated him he was oh. so boring i i thought that the action was actually really boring i I, I I thought that it was just like crash into a wall, then fight, crash into a wall. Like, what is left of the DC world that hasn't been crashed into? Like, there are yeah. no buildings left. Like, it's ridiculous. And I don't know. I just, I it just, I didn't like it. I know other people liked it, but overall, I just found it tedious and really long. And yeah, it wasn't for me. <laughs> So well, I, well, yeah. well, at least Wonder Woman was great. I mean, oh, I love Wonder Woman. I I love Wonder Woman more than most people. I just thought it was amazing, but this it was. just this yeah, just wasn't for me. I love Wonder Woman. Me too. Yeah, it just wasn't for me. <laughs> I didn't like it. I thought it was like I said, especially the fact that you just had Black Panther earlier this year with almost the same story with the half brother and the brother coming back different which one should be the ruler and i don't know yeah uh so larry what do you think of it uh overall i enjoyed aquaman i had fun with it for the most part uh i think again like venom the script for me was the weakest aspect to aquaman uh we definitely like wane in and out of overly cheesy <laughs> like it gets a little too cheesy for me personally at times but and then some of the the logical fallacies that take place i'm like wait a minute okay i i really have to turn my brain off a bit much um in moments so i thought the script was the the biggest failing aspect of the film i agree i wish we had more nicole kidman i was glad that she did not disappear forever um but i was like oh we could have used a lot more of her in this film <laughs> but i thought jason momoa i mean what a feat to make the character of aquaman cool and he just did it pretty effortlessly i think he was perfect casting choice for them to make for the character um i amber heard mm, 
her portrayal of Mara, I guess, is fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't really terrible. But I did like Mara as a character. So that's the one part of the script I think maybe did do well, is I thought that they made her a really strong character without it being, like, in your face or anything. I just thought she was a really good female character to have there. Um, I enjoyed Patrick Wilson as the villain. He gave me just enough camp and over the top that I was on board with it. Uh, that's the kind of villains I, I gravitate toward, is those kind of campy, ridiculous ones, if the film calls for it, and this film definitely did. I liked Black Manta. I thought a lot of the action worked for me, personally. Uh, the Italy scene I thought was fun, other than, like, Mara and uh, Aquaman eating roses. and uh, I mean, that segment. I was like, I mean, roses are edible. I, well, it was just a very weird. I was like, what the heck? Why did we have to go here? <laughs> but the sequence I loved the most was that final battle because it was just so over the top and fun to have these like little crab people like fighting the sharks with the lasers on the heads and all these. I was just, I was fully on board with that just ridiculousness it was a lot of fun to me the visuals for the most part were really good the world building uh, of the whole atlantean kingdom the seven realms the seven kingdoms was really strong overall some of the effects uh, like the green screen stuff still not dc's strong point but i can forgive this film more than others because it's much harder to do it underwater so they had a much more difficult task to create this world i also wish that this had taken place between like wonder woman and justice league because we reference back to Justice League in this film when he and Mara are talking and it kind of gets you to that point of, well, now that Orm is assaulting the full planet, we see it on the news. Uh, I mean, would, would it be that much to ask for like Wonder Woman and Batman and all the others to come in and be like, no. Depends stop. how long they can breathe underwater. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I'm like, eh, can't Mara put a bubble around their head or something? I don't know. But <laughs> give him a SpongeBob helmet. Give him, a, give him a SpongeBob helmet. I don't know, but if he wanted to, like, uh, launch an attack on the, the surface world, the Justice Sandy's League a girl? would be there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Aquaman is fun. It had its faults. It had its campiness that was good. It had its cheesiness that was bad. But I had fun with it. Wait, do you like all that political dialogue? I don't mind it as much as you did. I was like, I was fine with it. I, I was like, Phantom Menace taught us political talk in these blockbusters is just death I mean, to me. I also it's a far cry from the Star Wars prequels. Even oh, that, I, I, see, just in political dialogue, I was equally uninterested. In at least they were staring at screens for you, Rachel. Many Chlorians. I don't know. I just, I hate it. I that I mean I didn't hate it, but I thought that political dialogue was death. It was so slow to me. But anyway, uh so Ryan, what do you think of it? I honestly was pleasantly surprised by Aquaman. I didn't I, I didn't mind the exposition as much as you did. Because honestly, I, I actually kind of think it added to the the villain's characters. Also, I also think that the villain in this movie is one of the things that I will give Aquaman over Wonder Woman because Ares I don't really like as much as a villain but I just felt like the even though it does have a, a lot of similarities between this and Black Panther and Black Panther is definitely the better movie 
I do think that Aquaman is different enough and feels uh, and feels different enough where I could get on board with like the world building. Atlantis looks amazing. I mean, it, it kind of looks like Avatar. You can kind of say that, but it looks, it just looks absolutely gorgeous and all the creatures and the Atlanteans. It just looks amazing. And the action I actually thought was pretty entertaining too. Um, I like how they fleshed out uh, Aquaman. Jason Momoa does a great job. I liked, I really love the way it began. It really like set the mood for the movie. And the way it concludes was like, I, I, I thought it ended on like a really good note. So it's not really my favorite superhero movie of this year. Not, not really that close, but. Um, we all I, agree that it's way too long. That movie should not be two, oh, two and a half hours long. I didn't think it was that long, honestly. <laughs> um, I just thought it was a really so long. I was like, uh. well, maybe I if I rewatch it again, it'll get longer. I don't know. But I, just, I just gave some parts, went, but it went, wasn't that long. I mean, definitely, they should definitely cut out some of the stuff with Black Manta. I will agree with you. Two was, hours and twenty-two minutes. I mean, I wait. It was that long. It was that long. long. I find it a bit strange. So this is what's weird for me with the DCEU, and this is their problem, that they would have a Justice League film shorter than a solo Aquaman film. <laughs> Very, I mean, that that is yeah. strange, but I think that has more to do with Justice League, personally, than uh, Aquaman. All right. Well, so long story, so, long story short, I really enjoyed Aquaman. I thought, I thought it was a really fun movie with some good character, and it, it had a lot of heart, and I liked the world building with Atlantis. That's how I feel about it. Cool. Very enjoyable. Good. Good. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, it was rough for me, but um, but ho hopefully the next one will be better because I think it has some good ingredients. I, like I said, I like Mara and Aquaman. It's gonna Other have a lot of Black Manta, Rachel. Oh, Black Manta. I mean, Black Manta is not as bad as the villain in Venom. I mean, he's not good, but he's not. I mean, he was just unnecessary. Yeah, it was like, why is that even there? Cut, cut it out. I don't know. It, <laughs> I just, you know I, I, I kept trying to be like, I don't want to be that person who's like a DC hater because I'm not. I loved Wonder Woman, but this movie just didn't work for me. I thought it was, so, it was dull as soup to me. I was just like not feeling it. You know but, what I would, anyway. uh, what I would have done with Black Panther, uh, not not Bla Black Manta, Black Manta. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. What I would have done is like they could have like opened up with him and uh, watching his father dying, but they should have left his character there and left him for a sequel and have it been like a big reveal. Like, like kind of like how the Russo brothers did in winter soldier with Bucky. I felt like that would have been a much stronger um, idea for them to go with for black Manta instead of like putting him, squeezing him in this movie. Yeah. 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 That would have been better. Uh, anyway. So yeah. Uh, let us know in the comment section if you like Aquaman or if you're a grumpy person like myself. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so all right, last one we have Spider Man into the Spider Verse, Ooh. and yes, and so yeah, so this movie, I, 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 you know, was pretty hyped for it when I went to see it. To see it, I tried to kind of hold back, but when I saw that preview at the end of Venom, it was my favorite part of Venom. And uh, it was blew my mind, and I was just like, oh! And it was just so incredible on every level. I love the animation. I love the character of Miles Morales. I love the story of him, and you know, meeting with all of these 
alternate dimensions of Spider-Man. I thought that was brilliant. I loved how each of the Spider-Man had their own animation styles and own uh, own flow, yet it all worked together, own style of humor. And uh, I loved all the voice acting. I loved the music. I just thought this movie was brilliant. I think it's a real game changer for animation, the way it, it merged 2D and uh, CGI together in just such a fluid way. I loved when he was swinging, whenever he... Uh, all of the sequences as far as the action were just beautiful it's brilliant I think I love it so uh, what did you think of this Justin I I placed this number two for best film of the year well, along with Infinity War because my favorite film of this year is Ralph makes the internet yeah. so uh, for, uh, for Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse this is the, easily the best Spider-Man movie since Homecoming um, like you said Ralph's Ross is really great. I love the grown-up Peter Parker in this movie. His voice was great. The voice acting is so good. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The animation is very revolutionary. It's so beautiful. And it's very well crafted. The uh, heartfelt moments are very well executed. The death scene of, uh, of his uncle is a very well tear-jerker scene. This is what I thought about the death scene in uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, where Flynn's character, which I hated in that movie. Yeah. Oh, no, no, Jen, 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 sorry. So Wait, you liked, father... did you like Homecoming better than this? You said no, no, I, no, 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 I said that this, uh, Into the Spider-Verse is just as good as uh, Homecoming. But I will say that Homecoming is the best live-action Spider-Man movie, but this uh -huh. one is actually the best Spider-Man movie in general because of its animation quality and the way it's like a comic book movie. Yeah. Um, the story is very well executed as well. Um, the villain is pretty cool. Kingpin, actually, I'm kind of glad we actually got a movie with Kingpin. Um, I never heard of Tombstone, but when my brother told me who he was, I thought he was kind of cool as well. The female uh, Dr. Octopus was great. Oh, um, so good. The, uh, the other characters are great, too. Penny and... I mean, well, Penny was the cutest thing in the movies. Spider-Ham was adorable. Um, uh, Nicolas Cage was really good as Spider-Man Noir. Because the first time I heard about Spider-Man Noir was on the video game called Spider-Man Shadow Dimensions, which this movie actually kind of felt like it. It kind of felt like it was the, the same thing as Spider-Man Dim Shadow Dimensions. But, it was basically, but this is basically its own thing. And it has its own charm and creativity. And uh, it's... And it's in, uh, in the story as well. Uh, the action scenes are uh, phenomenal. Uh, they're just really great just to look at. The climax kind of reminded me of Big Hero 6. And this is like uh, the Sony animated film version of uh, Big Hero 6 and The Incredibles. And who would have Because here's the thing. I'm not a huge fan of Sony Pictures animation. Uh, but, well, even though they make some good movies, like the Hotel Transylvania movies, I actually personally really love. Of Ed Surfsop is great. Um, what do you call it? But... How do yeah. we go from the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, and of course I'm talking about the emo <laughs> the Emoji movie, to one of the best animated movies I've ever seen in my entire life? Wait, Nicolas Cage was in the Emoji movie? No, oh, wait, no, you're no, Sony, Sony Animation. Sony, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, I mean, oh my god, yeah. I hated the Emoji movie. It's still the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if you see my Extreme Rant video, Rachel, oh my god. <laughs> but, but, uh, no. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So, Larry, what did you think of Into the Spider Verse? I absolutely loved this film. I think it is so 
good. First of all, the animation is stunning. I mean, that's kind of the, the, the starting point of it all is that what an innovative, game-changing animation style that they implemented here. And I don't think we've seen anything so innovative in film. Certainly in 2018, it was, um, it was amazing. But deeper than that, I think the story and the characters were fantastic. Miles Morales was such a wonderful protagonist. And I loved his relationships with Peter, but most importantly with his father and with his uncle. I thought they really developed those all very well. They developed his failures and him uh, leading up to becoming Spider-Man really well. So that point where we finally like take that leap with him, it's amazing. It's extremely gratifying. Um, any movie that can make me really enjoy just straight up exposition, I have to applaud. And this film does it like five or six times where we have <laughs> characters literally coming in and giving us exposition and giving us their backstory, but it's done in such an inventive and beautiful way that how can you not just fall in love with it? Plus, I love the self-referential meta humor here as well, making fun of Spider-Man 3 and that dance sequence, the like popsicle, the album. It was all just so good. The comedy, I love Doc Ock as well. I thought she was great. It's, it all just works. I really find little to no fault in the film. I think it was really something special. Yeah, I agree. Ryan, what'd you think? I overall love the movie. I, I don't love it as much as you guys, but honestly, I can totally, um, I can totally understand where you guys are coming from because I do think that it's a great movie with, uh, with, a lot of, with a lot of great characters, great story, great message. The animation is, I love the style of the animation. Yeah. I love how it references, how it references the comics. It's a very like, it's like a very self-aware movie, but it also like tells its own uh, story. Um, which I just feel like is very well executed. I think the problem I have with it the most is that I, I wanted more from the side characters, mainly the other spider people. Same thing with, uh, same thing with King Pen. I felt like the, if they, I felt like they should have like delved more into his motivation of him, like bringing his family back. Cause I loved what they were doing with it, but I just, it just wasn't enough for me. Um, I also felt like the, the origin story they, uh, they gave Miles Morales is pretty similar to like, past uh, Sp past Peter Parker origin stories but with that said though I do th I do think that it was all pretty well executed for the most part it's not really my favorite it's it's comes at a very solid third place when it comes to superhero films for this year I still love Infinity War and Black Panther more um, and and in animation wise it's my second favorite and I don't. I don't think it's quite my favorite Spider-Man movie, but it does come pretty close. And but I overall love the movie. It's it's yeah. a great uh, love letter to all the to all the things Spider-Man. That's all yeah. I gotta say. Yeah, I think so. So yeah. So uh, we should just say before we close. So I guess what? Yeah, like you just said, your favorites. Your your favorites are Infinity War, Black Panther, and this. Uh, what about you, Larry? What would you say are your, your favorites uh, for superhero movies? So those are, I have the same top three, just a different order. Uh, my favorite was Into the Spider-Verse, second was Black Panther, and then third was Infinity War. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, I would say my favorite is, uh, is Spider-Verse, 
my second favorite would be Incredibles 2. And then my third favorite would be Black Panther. Uh, what about you, Justin? Um, um, I have, wait, what do you call it? Uh, let me just count one thing quick. Uh, let's You're fine. Panther, or Black Panther, Incredibles 2. Uh, all right. So Black Panther would be my least, but I do love it. Uh, um, what are your top three? Top three? It would it would be Incredibles 2, Into the Spider-Verse, and on Infinity War. Great. Great. Okay, great. Well, thank you guys so much. This was a lot of fun. I really appreciate Thanks taking so time much out of your Saturday. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, why don't you all just, uh, starting with Justin, why don't you tell us uh, people how they can find you on social media? And, uh, and Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, uh, you can find me on YouTube. Oh, obviously, uh, but I only, I have like 48 subscribers right now, so I want to grow. Oh, like like how she like who, like you are, Rachel. So um, uh, you can also find me on Twitter and Facebook and of course Stardust. Uh, so um, that's pretty much I have to say. Yeah. Uh, so great. And Larry, where can people find you? Yeah, so you can find me here on YouTube where I do reviews as well as a ton of countdowns and rankings recently for the end of the year uh, and like fun little lip sync videos or like comedy sketch type stuff um, as and ooh, sorry, my handle here on YouTube as well as over on Twitter and Instagram all the same. It's going to be LC screen talk. Very good. All right. Uh, and uh, Ryan, how can people follow you on social media? And um, well, on YouTube, my channel is Ryan R020397. It goes under the name Ryan's channel. And this, and that's pretty much my Stardust username as well. So you can find me on those two platforms pretty often. Right. I think I, I forgot to say my, uh, my thing. And, uh, I'm actually the, uh, the Bostonian critic. So I think I just forgot to mention that. Well, I did mention in the beginning part of the yeah. video, but just in case you guys forgot, so I might as well say right now, I am the boss joining critic. Like so, uh, that's pretty much what I have to say now. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And um, all I all, all I have left to say is, um, yeah, I post um, movie reviews, uh, video game uh, reviews, video game LPs, and all that good stuff. Same here. So thank you so much for watching, guys. This yeah. is Ryan signing off. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube all over social media. And so make sure you follow and leave your ratings and reviews. Very helpful for me if you can do that. And thanks again, and we'll look forward to more superhero movies in 2019. Yep. So, thanks again, you guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye everyone.